Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Thursday again, what? April 28th, 2022, episode 50. Wow. Recording live from the Yay studio, I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have Kyle Charles. What's up? And Justin Moore. Well, hello. 50 of them things. 50 burger. It's almost as old as me. For sure. We'll, <laughs> well sick diss to yourself. Yeah. Um, you still can't figure out numbers. We'll get there. Yeah. 50, uh, 50 episodes. Crazy. If you count the overtimes that we were doing for a little bit, we got there a little earlier, but 50 real full-on yay basketballs. We we're very, uh, very excited to mm-hmm. do episode 50, and uh, only in a short amount of time will we be doing episode 100 and by a short amount of time i mean probably like a year <laughs> so thursday is the new monday we yeah start doing two a week maybe hey who knows what are we we got some options here uh okay so as always be sure to follow us at yay underscore basketball on tiktok twitter and instagram and on the ground. last week we played what did he say speed takes uh and we surprised justin with his second guess that player uh it was a very fun one uh he had his chance at redemption if you don't uh, know if he got redemption or not, go ahead and listen to it because it was a very fun episode. Uh, so be sure to listen to that if you have not already. Okay, a lot to get to today. Another great episode in front of us. So let's just get to it with everybody's favorite game. What did he say? Hey. Oh. Not a game. That's right, it's What Did He Say? The rules for this game are very simple. I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be your job, Justin and Kyle, to work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Each correct guess is worth 100 points. In the event of an incorrect guess, I receive the 100 points. Five clips today, and uh, no sneaky, no no weird, and who is speaking. Yep, just straightforward, so feel free to kind of talk amongst yourselves with this one and uh these are these what did he say is are going to prompt us for some of the ongoing events within the league but uh we'll just dive right in here hey who is speaking in this clip how do you explain how drastically your own game changed after that dunk i mean i really wasn't excited about the dunk Uh, it was over a guard um that's pretty easy so who is speaking in that clip well Mm. dunks Big dunks come from Bigger John Morant. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, do we over a guard though? Do we consider Malik Beasley a guard? I mean, maybe the, like a a large two, you know. So, um, but that would make sense, I guess. That's the only big dunk that's happened recently. Well, so that was Game Five, it was yeah. third quarter, just hammer, <laughs> Thor's hammer. It was game over. Yeah, one of the um, craziest dunks we've seen. In recent memory, the only Probably other one, the craziest dunk I've seen live. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You were there? No, I mean no. like <laughs> you know in real time. But Damn. I hear you. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I just Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I'm pretty satisfied with a John Morant guest there. Why would we never? I'm always satisfied with John Morant dunks. Yeah, always mm-hmm. satisfied with John Morant dunks. Let's see. This will probably give it away. Can oh. you take us through the last play? The, go get a bucket, Ja. You're damn right. Go get a bucket, job. Yep. That is correct. Good job. Uh, it is the NBA's 2022 most improved player, John ja Morant, talking about his dunk over Wolves guard Malik Beasley. Uh, if you missed it, this is what it sounded like. 
Winner takes a 3-2 lead in this opening round series. Morant. Oh! A jawbreaker! That is, of course, Ian Eagle on the call, who is exceptional on the microphone. He, uh, This is the NFL draft, so I'll just dip into EA football for a moment. A uh, big Steelers fan, and he calls a lot of Steelers games. I love it when he's on the call. He's very, very good in both the NFL and the NBA, and so he's that was his call. Yeah, he's a really good football announcer. He's a really yeah. good really good play-by-play guy. So uh, that was what the dunk sounded like we already said. I mean, that was the biggest one that I remember, the biggest dunk I remember since the Anthony Edwards over, what was the guy's name? Watanabe, I believe, maybe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the Raptors. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, if you missed it, uh, Jaw scored his team's final 13 points in the game five win. So forget regular season MIP. Is Jaw the playoffs MVP so far? Mm-hmm. He's got a good a case as anybody. Um. The only qualm I probably would have with that is Tatum's just been balling. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say it probably goes to Tatum. Yeah. yeah. The only sweep. Only first-round sweep over the Nets, yeah. which I don't want to say nobody saw coming. I didn't hear that prediction from and none of anybody. Us. None of us, none for sure. None of the podcasts. I nobody predicted that. And a lot of that goes to Tatum's defense. He blocked two yeah. Kevin Durant jumpers. Yeah. Something I've only seen Giannis do yeah. once. And the other thing is when you talk about or when people talk about Kevin Durant's offensive output and his just lethal scoring, one of the things that is often, the phrase that is often mentioned is he can shoot over anybody. Well, apparently he can't shoot over Jason Tatum because Jason Tatum was locked in defensively. So yeah, I think it's between those two guys. Um, Jokic played amazing, but you can't Mm -hmm. lose in five games and, and, uh, and be the, and be the MVP of the playoffs so far. But for me, one of my favorite players right now, John Morant. Uh, I'm going to give it to him just based off of that Game 5 performance solely because we didn't really have to see a, t- a performance like that from Tatum because uh, they were just dominating the, the Nets uh, kind of from start to finish in that series outside of the first half of Game 2, really. Um, well, first the first game came down to a last-minute and he And he won the game. And he won and the he won game, won for one. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there were some close games. They uh, each have know. a buzzer-beater layup to win the win the yeah. playoffs. So. Well, yeah. Jaws wasn't a buzzer-beater, but, but it was yeah. a one second left on the clock. All right. Good job. 100 points to you. That was a layup, uh, or a dunk, I guess you could say. Uh, who is ESPN G- analyst Jason Williams talking about? He is the biggest pest in the NBA. In the NBA. Pretty much lock CP3 down. You ever go to uh, Key, you play pickup at 24-hour fitness or the YMCA, just trying to get a little sweat, inbound the ball. You got that one dude, just you turn around, he's like, ah, ah, pick you up full court. Like, man, get away from me, dog. This is pickup. Who is ESPN's Jay Will talking about? That's me. That's how I play pickup. (laughs) (laughs) You have these shifty, like, backdoor layups. It's so frustrating. Um, So... I don't necessarily maybe agree with this person being the biggest pest in the NBA because Patrick Beverly still is alive. So, mm. um, but I would assume he's talking about the rookie, Mister Alvarado. Hey, to be the biggest pest, you gotta out pester the <laughs> biggest. Be pest. the biggest yeah. pest. You gotta beat the biggest that's, pest. That's true. That is and true. he's made Chris life's or Chris Paul's life very difficult. Uh, Shout out to Grand Theft Alvarado. Mm. Yeah. Kalen Phoebe with the the nickname job. He's played crazy. He's looked great. The Pelicans have three rookies playing consistent, important playoff minutes. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. It's good. He's the hardest working man in Smoothie King. Are we locking in uh, Grand Theft Alvarado? Mm, The bright future Pels. Mm -hmm. Let's see. He is the biggest pest in the NBA. In the NBA. 
Jose Alvarado. Yep. Correct. Yes, of course. He's talking about Jose Alvarado and his, quote, Patrick Beverly-esque defense. Uh, mm-hmm. However, the Suns did moments ago just eliminate the Pelicans to advance to the second round where they will face the winner of the uh, uh, Mavericks Jazz game, which is uh-huh. currently taking place as we speak. Um uh, let's just say, given that the Mavs have a 3-2 lead and the percentages fall in favor of 3-2 leads, uh, let's just say that the the Suns encounter the Mavericks in round two. What are we expecting there? I will say, uh, I think we're all surprised by what the Pelicans kind of did. That's true. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. For Good this point. series. So uh, they played great. Um, no one expected them to go to six, let alone... Anything else? Like it's crazy. So, uh, but the Mavs, if they win, they have some players, young guys that are playing really well too. And Luca really hasn't been. He's obviously he's hurt. So, I could see that going six, seven games. Hmm. To be honest with you, Kyle, what you think here? Yeah, I mean, obviously the the team structure is very different, but I think you have the same. Uh, issue if you're the Suns where you may not have the best player in the series, the best player on any given night. Brandon Ingram took over several games of this series. Luka could do the same thing. Yeah. And the Mavericks can be long. Dorian Finney-Smith can cause a lot of problems inside, sort of how uh, Herb Jones, great uh, off-ball defender. Um, I don't know what to make of the Mavericks, you know? They won a game without Luka. They got a lot of talent that's just not maybe household names that people know as much. So I don't know. You know, Devin Booker came back tonight. We still don't know if he's 100% or just... Yeah, he seemed kind of rusty. I've strained a hamstring. I've torn a hamstring. That's That doesn't go away that quickly. Yeah. He's still feeling it. Yeah. So uh, I think the Suns will pull it out, but it could, again, go six or seven games. So make a call. Uh, you know what? I'll go Suns in seven. I still picked him for the finals. So. Suns in seven, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm leaning Suns in six. The reason being, I think that the Suns have a better coaching staff. And when it comes down to aiming it all at one player, and I know they've got support, they've got role players, you know, uh, Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith and um, Jalen Brunson, yeah, Cleaver, all those guys. Uh, ultimately, it comes down to Luka. Uh, I mean, you know, the Jazz are not the Suns. Let's not kid ourselves here. Jalen Brunson is not going to feast on yeah, the no, Suns for sure, the for way sure. he has on the Jazz. On the, jazz. the uh, amount of times I've heard the announcers like, offensive like, firepower, yeah. Jason, Jalen Brunson. I'm like, it should not be that. Dude, he's six foot one. Like, he's great. He's a very talented player. He's yeah. going to get paid. He deserves it. He is going to get paid. But he should not be killing you the way he's killing the jazz. Yeah. Uh, now let's just real quick flip it. And let's say the jazz pull off a comeback and win in seven against the Mavericks. Who you got then? Cause that changes my prediction drastically. That's fair. Um, I've got the Suns in five then. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I've Retweet. got, I've got the Suns in four and a half, meaning I think, the, <laughs> I think the jazz win a half of a game in the same way the Nets won one half of basketball. Other than that, I think the, the Suns just dominate the jazz. I don't think it's close. Yeah. Okay. Good job, guys. A hundred points. You're two for two so far on to question three now. Hey, quick question. Who is Charles Barkley talking about in this clip? The past is the past. I would, I, I, w- I would have answered the question. I said, Hey, that's on my resume. The stupid stuff I've done in my life. People have the right to bring it up. I can't sugarcoat it. I mean, that's just the way this thing works. So he's sensitive. I understand that. But he is under pressure. Mm, Who's under pressure there, Justin? 
Well, initially, obviously, he's had the big fight with Kevin Durant recently. Uh, they were going kind of back and forth. They were having a, a fun little time. But uh, I would say I would say this is a newer, I'm hoping, interview. And so recently, I think more recently, we're all talking about Doc Rivers uh, not flushing his entire coaching career down the drain. I am going to help you a touch mm-hmm. and say that all of these clips are from the last week now. Mm-hmm. Some of them were pulled for what was originally going to be an episode recorded for Monday. Mm-hmm. Some of them were pulled for an episode that was recorded tonight. Mm-hmm. So, so, that being said, I'm open to either one of those mm-hmm. options still. Um, but, I mean, yeah, because him and, him and KD went back and forth um, on the Twitter, as Kevin Durant likes to do. Um, he's, he's a top-tier poster. I love Kevin Durant on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I was leaning towards Doc just because of that frantic interview answer he gave about blowing playoff leads. Uh, I thought he was going to have like an aneurysm. I looked. I site. was proven wrong, but I texted the group chat and I was like, "We're pumping history watch to a code orange yeah. after that interview because yeah. it was looking rough, bad, scary." Mm-hmm. They pulled it out tonight, so they can unclench for. A few days. But <laughs> just the don't cheeks? like unclench <laughs> the cheeks at all. Um yeah, I don't I don't really know. <laughs> because as as NBA TV would go, they would talk about everything. So they obviously I know they talked about Kevin Durant this week. I just saw headlines about it and so I didn't hear what he said though. Yeah. That's the beauty of the first um, round is that NBA on TNT is nearly every other night. So yeah. um, give it to me one more time. Eh, okay, I will. The past is the past. I I, I would I would have answered the question. I said, hey, that's on my resume. The stupid stuff I've done in my life, people have the right to bring it up. I can't sugarcoat it. I mean, that's just the way this thing works. So he's sensitive. I understand that. But he is under pressure. Who is under pressure? Mm. Mm. Got some uh, options. I, yeah, I hear you. I just I wish you wouldn't have given me the additional help. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole resume thing makes me feel more Doc Rivers Doc. than it does Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for. Yeah, resume as a coach. Yeah, you have a career as a player. Yeah, yeah. Walking in, let's Doc? talk ourselves into it. Don't yeah, s- don't screw me here, Chuck. Do we yeah. lock Doc? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just Doc, gonna let you know Doc ahead lock. of time. You're right. Yep. <laughs> cool. And this uh, this frantic interview that you said, let's listen to it. <laughs> well, it's easy to use me as an example, uh, but I wish y'all would tell the whole story with me. All right. Um, my Orlando team was the AFC. No one gives me credit for getting up against the Pistons who won the title. That was yes, an AC. Go look at that. I want you to go back and look at that roster. Yes, I, I dare you to go back and look at that roster. And you would say, what a hell of a coaching job. Really? I mean, um, the Clipper team that we lost 3-1. Chris Paul didn't play in the first two games and was playing on one leg. And we didn't have home court. And then the last one, to me, is the one we blew. That's the one I said, we blew that. And now it was in the bubble. And anything can happen in the bubble. There's no home court. Game seven would have been in L.A. But it just happens. So I would say with me, some of them is we got, I got to do better always. I always take my own responsibility. Uh, and then some of it is circumstances happen. You know, this one, let's win it. And we don't have to talk about it. 
He says there, it just happens. Hey, Doc, it doesn't. It does not at all happen. It happens to like one or two other coaches in the history of their career. You've done it thrice, homeboy. Thanks, Doc. The question was, how is Embiid's finger feeling? <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy to me because you had Tracy McGrady. Mm. You then had Chris Paul. Mm. And then you did have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So yeah. It's not like you had no one and like apparently no one was in uh, Orlando. No, Tracy McGrady was there. And Tracy McGrady's like, oh, it's going to feel great being in the second round. And you guys then drill yeah. it all. Man, away. that's a sound excuse when you get swept. Yeah. If the roster sucks and you get swept, all right. Look at that roster. Yeah, yeah we tried. Sucked. Look back at it. Great you coaching three job. Games. Hey, dog. Win a fourth. Oh, hey, Doc. thought we ended on good terms. I thought we coached our, our games together. We played, <laughs> we played really hard. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. Yeah. You know? So this this game so okay yeah, yes you're right it was doc rivers after he said that that we just listened to um you know we just kind of discussed the thoughts on on that quote uh and the the sixers did just close out the raptors they blew them out but here's what i think is kind of telling they blew them out in the third quarter specifically it was a close game it was a two-point game going into halftime they made halftime adjustments and whatever they were worked do we give him credit for that are we saying that Embiid had some second half miracle because he really didn't overperform in the second half? There, what do you what do we make of that second half adjustment? Um, I'd have to look at. I just I just don't know the obviously fresh game the numbers off my head for that third quarter just for like Embiid and, sure. and everybody else. But you definitely you get credit. The only qualm I have with Doc Rivers, and I've kind of always had this with Doc it's Rivers, two qualms this episode. Thank you. Whoa. Is that you are getting so much credit? For I mean a very lackluster coaching career for how much credit you get because we talk about him yeah. in the Popovich Phil Jackson style and he's just not that yeah That's so, only, he's not even in Spolstra style and we both know how I feel about that so here's a here's a hypothetical I have let's because I, I personally we're gonna get to this later on but um, I don't see the second round going very well at all for the Sixers I think the Heat are going to pretty much run them over um let's say just hypothetically that they get swept you said earlier to me do, does doctor get fired and i go back to an old thing that kyle said to me one time when i was asking about bill self at ku well why don't they just get a better coach why don't they get a different coach when he never succeeds in the tournament blah blah, blah. this is a long time ago they just won the championships things are different now but um and he said well who are you gonna get that's better and I really do pose that question to you. As an NBA head coach, I think the hottest name on my mind is Kenny Atkinson, but the Sixers don't need development. They don't need youth, and that's what Kenny Atkinson is. Outside of Kenny Atkinson, who are we talking here? I mentioned Terry Stotts last season, but like, or last episode, but what has he done? You know, there's no big, huge names out there that, that are going to surpass Doc Rivers, and he does have a championship under his belt, granted one of the better big threes in the history of the league for one of the bigger franchises in the history of the league. But this 3-1 thing is alarming. This little outlier, I feel, of them overcoming this 3-2 and then close half, and then they move on with the two best players in the series, uh, you know, I don't think that moves the needle a lot for me. So if, if he got fired, you know, I don't think he can get fired. For who? Also, it's year one of this experiment. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. I think he definitely. You only reason you look at firing him was because if he lost the three one the three zero lead. Now, if you go to the next round and you get swept by Miami, you do have the excuse of well, Embiid's hurt. Embiid just got jabbed in the eye at the end of that game. So, like, 
I think that's kind of built into your not get fired case, but also it could be addition by subtraction. You just bring in a head coach that's going to keep his head down is not going to be the news and cause a level of stress. Yeah. And then, but I feel like they had that. They had that with Brett Brown, I think. Yeah. You also had, he was the development guy. He was the development guy. Right. So, but then, so who are you talking about? I mean, James Borrego, like what are the, who are the names that are out there? Like there's no names, you know, there's no, and ultimately I feel like, we are in a league now. Look at some of the big head coaches in the league. Granted, Steve Nash just got swept. He was not a good head coach, but he's a I name. A Billups, a name. Uh, Steve Kerr was and has performed, I believe mostly because of the roster, as a head coach, uh, as a name. There's so many head coaches now that are names, and it's almost more so that than anything. Oh, you were a head coach in the league prior. Like Frank Vogel had no business taking the Lakers job. He was, I don't I don't think he was I don't think he was qualified and they didn't want to give Ty Lue their money but Frank Vogel did nothing with the Pacers. I mean, did he develop them? Was he developmental? All that Paul George injury, Danny Granger, you know, just going AWOL, all that. But I, I don't know who they replace him with. I, I know I'm going long-winded on this question, but I was just kind of curious because I don't think he gets fired, but if he does, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I think now we've kind of seen that the top assistants in the league should probably be given more of a chance. We can't have the, you know, colleges, big universities like football schools, they have to go for the big name because they're trying to appease their, you know, dumbass boosters, right? Or yeah. like, you don't have to answer to anybody else yeah. aside from the owner. And if you tell the owner, this guy's going to win, he's going to put butts in seats and sell tickets. Okay, that's all they need to hear. So I think when you look at like the success of, Oh, Willie Green. Yeah. Going to game six. Yeah. Taylor Jenkins off of Bud's staff. Mm. Darvin Ham's been the biggest assistant name that keeps getting floated for the King's job, et cetera. I mean, I'd hate to see Darvin Ham go as a Bucks fan, but I think he's up next for a job. And I'd like to see a lot of these top assistants, you know, Monty Williams did great, but Monty Williams also came into kind of a bad situation. And I feel like those guys always go into the Grizzlies weren't great. When Taylor yeah. Jenkins took over, yeah. Uh, Steven Silas, that's yeah. Not, you know, it's on it's the early. Up, it's early. But, yeah. You know, got dumped into a bad situation. I'd like to see a successful assistant get put into a good situation, yeah. Not a development situation. Quick touch on Taylor Jenkins. The after Jaw hits the layup and Cat misses the three in Game Five there, and they seal the Game Five victory after being down eleven in the fourth quarter. Taylor Jenkins' reaction. That's what I want my coach to be. If you haven't seen this clip, he like flexes and is screaming at the crowd and is like so fired up, hugging his staff first, dapping up players, and then of course walks over there to uh, Chris Finch for, or I, I guess he didn't walk up for, for a handshake since it was just game five. Yeah. But um, that's what I want of a head coach. Anyways, we got to yeah. we got to move on here. So uh, good job, you're three for three. Uh, on to question four now. Who is speaking in this clip? A lot of us caught COVID. We were the team most affected by COVID last year. I missed 19 days from the day I caught it to the day I came back. And four of our games had to get postponed because we didn't have enough people. I think it took me four weeks, honestly, to like kind of feel back normal again. Post, post-COVID. Post-COVID. Yeah. Okay, I do need to. I do need to say something. I I need to. Uh, so earlier I said all these clips are from this week. This clip was posted this week, but it was not from an interview this week. It was from the past 
three and a half, four weeks. So if that changes your thinking. So okay. anyways, who's speaking? Well, I put my time machine hat on to think back who yeah. was decimated by COVID last year. last year. Because most of the league seemingly went through a lot of COVID last year. Um, but one team in particular, and I don't like helping you, but one team in particular yeah, was I like know. decimated by it. Well... Is it the uh, Bulls or the Sixers? I was thinking the Bulls in, in the, my yeah. head. Um, but who would who was there last year? Levine. Levine? I guess, and they are they were trying. They were trying to put it together. Probably talking about failures of last year. That could be the reason they were doing the interview. Yeah. Um, at least to bring it up, I guess. Um, I don't hate Levine. They were kind of crushed by it. Just because I also was thinking about the Bulls, but... Great minds think alike. You want it again? Yeah. I would love it again. A lot of us caught COVID. We were the team most affected by COVID last year. I missed 19 days from the day I caught it to the day I came back. And four of our games had to get postponed because we didn't have enough people. I think it took me four weeks, honestly, to like kind of feel back normal again. Post, Post-COVID. Post-COVID. Yeah. What do you think? Was it just me or is like picturing Zach Levine doesn't that voice doesn't go with that face? Doesn't link up for me either. You know what I mean? Um, so is it another Bulls player talking about it? Uh, oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm on. Not I'm honestly at a loss here. Kyle, I see you scrolling over there. What you looking at? I'm just. It helps me look at the playoff teams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I don't really have a better guess than the Bulls because it's just at least the one thing we linked up on there. Mm. But um, anybody, like, I don't, the Heat didn't get destroyed by it, did they? Because that's not a Jimmy Butler voice. No. You know? I don't think it's Bams. I mean, there's been one team that has dealt with COVID the most. Maybe an absence of COVID, namely a vaccine. (laughs) Levine does have a deeper voice. I'm trying to think of the Mountain Dew commercial with I'm I'm you know, here's my other thing. Or the rap is it the Raptors? I mean, they got a worse deal than anybody. That is mm. true. Mm. Well, but was that because they got COVID or because they just they wouldn't let them yeah. play? Does my memory is not I just know they had to move, they had to do oh, all that. Yeah, jazz, Tampa. But like they did play an entire season in a different that's not, yeah. Country, let alone mm-hmm. state. Oh, well, I mean, it's all one giant country, really. You know what I mean? The NBA country. <laughs> That's what a country is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get an answer. Uh, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I'm out of it. I also, I'm willing to let him have 100 points okay. because we're up so many. So Our if first we guess take the L Zach on Levine. it, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Zach Levine, final answer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's welcome in Jason Tatum. Jason, thank you so much for doing this, taking the time out of, out of your day to, to sit down uh, with us. Yeah, so. Victim complex. Well, something. think about this now. So, okay, first off. Nope. Sorry. 100 <laughs> points to me. Um, yeah, so last season, uh, this it, it is 2020, with the short off season and all that, when COVID was still rampant and all that, um, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, uh, Robert Williams, I believe, all of them tested positive at some point. Jason Tatum just mentioned uh, it took him 19 full days. Remember, there was a yeah. whole, like, well, he's good. Why is he not back? Why is he not back? And then when he was back, he was not good. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean, like, not physically healthy. Like, he did not perform well on the court. 
So I think that's what Jason Tatum was talking about there. So, uh, But that is right. That is uh, Jason Tatum talking about how COVID affected the Celtics last year and what it meant for their mental fortitude this season. That's like the extended clip of, of that is how they're preparing or how they've at that point, how they had adjusted this season. Um, so the Celtics just completed their sweep of the Nets, as we mentioned on Monday night, and uh, they will now face the Milwaukee Bucks in round two. I'm going to give this one to Kyle first. What do we expect in round two? A rock fight. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried. Uh, Robert Williams is back. When I texted you when they were, up, I think, 2-0 on the Nets, I was like, the thing I like least about this no matter how the matchup goes, the Celtics are going to come in with so much confidence. Whether that's all earned or not, I think the Nets kind of rolled over. The Celtics are playing with the most confidence right now, and the Bucks did finish that series strong against the Bulls after losing game two. But yeah. um, I think the Bucks are the better team. I think they're the more talented team. I still don't know what they do about Giannis defensively. Yeah, um, but missing Middleton, that hurts i yeah. think this is another easy potential seven game series i, I pick the bucks and seven bucks and seven all right bucks and seven makes sense um i could see them and by them the celtics kind of flaming out and bucks and five that's wow. would be maybe my prediction to be honest with you that is, you're putting uh, it on wax. I'm going to put it on wax right now. Cool. Bucks and five. I just don't see anybody doing anything with Giannis. I don't know, like, because the, the, the defenders of the Brooklyn Nets are not the defenders of the, the Bucks. Bucks. No. Like, no. Drew Holiday is not going to allow certain things to happen. Great point. Giannis, I know, is more of a help defender, but he's still a monster. Yeah. It's not a game. And the most hated man in sports, Grayson Allen. Uh, <laughs> Who had a game. Yeah, man, we he got averaged out here. 20 over the last three, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so, like, he can put on a little bit of a show. Um, I like the whole boomy thing, to be quite honest with you. Mm. Um, but, I mean, yeah. And no one hates people like the Boston Celtics do, like the fan base. So, I'll just really charge them up. Well, I hate to... conflicted about Grayson Allen, though. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> like easily hateable. But <laughs> that's the thing. He he's he falls in line with the, one of the guys you hate to play against but love to have on your team. Uh, you eh. know, love, but you're okay with having on your team. <laughs> you know. He looks like Boston fans. Oh, he yeah. does look like Boston fans, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I hate to pick it back off you, Kyle, but I do think this is Bucks in seven. I just don't see a world in which the best player on earth loses this series. I don't think they... I don't see a world in which the Bucks... I said this preseason, I said this midseason, and I said this a few weeks ago before the playoffs started. The only team in the league, in my opinion, that could stop the Bucks from making the finals was the Nets. Well, the Nets are gone. The Nets flamed out. The Nets sucked. And to be honest, they, I mean, to be frank, they really just did suck. Like, they didn't know what to do. They bottled up, the Celtics bottled up Kevin Durant, which is shocking to me. Number two, for eternity. And I hate to be a LeBron, like, die, you know, ride or die guy here, but, like, the conversations that we had about, oh, KD's number two, KD's number one, KD's number, no, never. It's over, and it's always going to be put away. You joined a super team, you joined a stoop, what? Wow. You joined a super team and got a couple titles, and beat a guy that was, let's be frank here, on his own in 2018 and only had Kevin Love in 17. So I don't really know what to expect. I mean, so let's just let's just say for me, Bucks in seven. 
but I will not be even bat an eye if it's Bucks in five. Yeah. Because I think that Giannis is next level talented. He's the I think he's the best player in the league, and I don't think it's close anymore. I love LeBron James as much as the next guy, but it, it, we got to acknowledge that Giannis oh, yeah. is next level. So, yep. okay, good job. On to question five now. Last question. So we've uh, long-winded this one. Uh, who are the NBA on TNT guys talking about? Well, that's the question. Can he do it again? The answer is no. He had a Krispy Kreme. That's uh, he had a Krispy Kreme. You know, Shaq. He for him 15, to play. the first half it ended up with fifteen. And not even score. That's almost impossible. Now I know that some of that is a little tough to hear. Shaq says. 15 in the first half, 15 for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Ended up with a Krispy Kreme. What do you think? Well, anytime I hear the word Krispy Kreme, I think Zion. Um, but I know it's not him. It is, I was like, Jesus. Gained wow, 15 pounds really, in the first half. Yeah, yeah right? Or just, yeah. Uh, ate 15 of them. Um, but uh, I don't remember what game this was. Um, I would need in my head a little more context that I'm not going to get. Um, because I don't know who fell apart. Like, who was the fall apart guy the other night? Because I, I guess, but in my head too, I also think of these all as like the last three days. I'm gonna, so for me, it's a little. I'm gonna help you, even so though I don't want basketball. to. I know. I want you to just think outside the box. It's not a name on your. It's like it's it's this. This is not an an initial name on your list. Hmm. Hmm. Well, considering. Very fairly, my list had zero people on it besides somebody who couldn't have been on the list. <laughs> You're right, uh, fair, hundred um, percent. Well, if it's not some, if it's not a usual suspect, if you will, I uh, would have to. I mean, go with somebody maybe like I don't know a hmm a Bulls guy, somebody like that, not really doing it. Um, but can he do it again. So to just well, to clarify, zero, so I'm assuming sh- they're talking about one game. Yes, they're yeah. talking about one game. One Shaq game. goes. He had a great first half. Can you do it? Again? Fifteen. Can you do it again in the second half? And then he didn't show up in the second half at all. Yeah. So like a vooch that would have. You know what I mean? Like a strong first half, and they really needed him to come through in the second half. Against the Bucks team that they, were, they really were not going to beat anyway. Yeah, but. I was thinking of like a Trey Young or a Jokic. I'm pretty sure Trey Young averaged 15 a game for that series. He was in not hell. Hmm, that's a tough one. Oh, oh well. What were the TNT games? I feel like Dallas Utah has been the NBA TV game. NBA on TNT does talk about. They do talk about their channel. Yeah. yeah. We could go the other way to the Western Conference. And uh, that's the other side, the other way. No, I it's agree. Like, like, just like, sounds like you're saying something revolutionary. Now. No, I'm pulling a Stephen A. Smith. Just Whoa. sounding important. Um, maybe go with like a, uh, a Jalen Brunson kind of guy. Hmm. Some mm-hmm. guy they don't usually talk about. Uh, he's been having a com- couple games lately that were really good, though. Um yeah, he's looked quite good. <laughs> As I said earlier, the Utah defense is just Porous. signing his checks for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'd love to say Chris Paul, because I know he got basically shut out the other night in a, Pelican, in a Pelicans game, but I don't. he would be a usual suspect to be talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, Let's get a name. Yeah, what do you think? They sound so pessimistic, it makes me think Utah. <laughs> Everything about Utah is pessimistic. Yeah, we're all down on Utah. Mm-hmm. I think that's <laughs> go industry-wise. I realize industry this will wide. prolong the process, but just a reminder that some of these were for tonight and some of them were for Monday. Mm. We already established I'm Those old. Those hints don't and, help. And don't have, don't, a, help. don't have a memory like that anymore. <laughs> I'm not young and sprightly. You know what I mean? Uh, I will say... All right, let's get an answer. Yeah. You, um, want it, you want it again before you get an answer? Yeah, give me one more time. Well, that's the question. Can you do it again? The answer is no. You got a Krispy Kreme. That's you got a Krispy Kreme. You know, Shaq, he for him 15, to play at the first half and ended up with fifteen. And not even score. That's almost impossible. Didn't even score makes, in the second half. Okay, they like I said, they sound very down on this player. They hate when big men disappoint. Gobert. Mm-hmm. Gobert. Like Gobert. it. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, not known as a scorer. And really haven't talked about him much. And Fades I feel like away he's, in yeah, the second half. He's kind of All fading right. away kind All of right. guy. Log it in. Log it in, mm. the Frenchman. Rudy. Well, what if it sounded like Aaron this? Aaron Gordon had a nice first half. I asked the question, can oh. you do it again? Aaron Gordon. Nope. <laughs> Aaron Gordon. Yeah. A good start to that game. He had a great start to game five there and then just did not show up. He looked like he was going to be very helpful to Jokic, but uh, ended up... With 15 points total, as he said, he had a Krispy Kreme. Good, good donut. We yeah. had some Krispy Kremes the other day, Kyle. We did. Yeah. Right yeah. conference, wrong mountains. <laughs> good call. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody, that was... What did he say? <laughs> oh, man. Well, we went a, re- a little long on that one, uh, just because there's so much to talk about in the league currently that we, uh, we had to dive into the series and what we expect for the rest of the playoffs. But of course, this is the basketball game show after all. So we better get to a game on top of a game, I guess, with rapid fire trivia. Bessie. Or his name's Bessie. All right, very straightforward game here. You will have 60 seconds to correctly answer as many random NBA trivia questions as you can in a rapid-fire fashion. You will each get one attempt, and each correct answer is worth 100 points, gentlemen. All right, let's see. Think of a number between 1 and 1,000. What do you think? 500, what? What did you say? He said 500. Okay. I'm going to go with a solid number. I'm going to go... Contrary to my usual pick, 930. It was 19. Kyle goes first. Kyle, would you like to go first or defer? <laughs> I'll defer. Defer on to Justin first. Are you ready, sir? Yes, I'm mad at myself. <laughs> Here we go. All 60-ish right, seconds on the clock. How tall is Bam Adebayo? 6'11". Nope. 6'10". How old is Greg Popovich? 75. Nope. 73. How old is Eric Spolstra? Oh, 56. Nope. 51. How old is Quinn Snyder? I don't know. 45. Nope. 55. Who's the third oldest player in the NBA? Chris Paul. Nope. Carmelo. 
Who's the third youngest player in the NBA? I'll give you 500 points if you know his name. Um, Hachimura. Nope. Jaden Springer. Yep. How tall is Nuggets guard Bones Highland? Bones Highland is 6'7". Nope. 6'2". How old is Bones Highland? He's 25. Nope. He's 21. What college did Bones Highland attend? <laughs> what college did he play for? Uh, Utah. Nope. VCU. Who is the tallest player currently playing in the league? Taco Fall. Nope. Oban, you bingo. Yeah. Who is the shortest player currently playing? Alvarado. That doesn't count anymore. You know what? I'm going to give that to you. you. It was Facundo Campazzo. How tall is Facundo Campazzo? He's 5'10". Nope. 5'11". Damn it. Kyle, you got less work, less questions to work with here. But uh, how many did you get there, We're Justin? One. Bro- no, I'll give you two. I'll take one. It's okay. Did you okay. give him Alvarado? Uh, yeah, I, I gave him Alvarado because as of today. Is he taller than Brunson? I'm not going to talk about this anymore. Okay. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. Let's do it. Ready, Cal? Yeah. How old is Facundo Campazzo? He's 26. Nope. 31. Where's Facundo wow. Campazzo from? Argentina. Yeah, we'll give it to you. It's Spain slash Argentina. Okay. Who is averaging the most points per game in this playoff so far? Uh, Tatum? Nope. Luca. Who is last wow. in points per game in this playoff so far? <laughs> Uh, Royce O'Neal. Nope. Moses Moody. Damn. How many points did Trey Young finish with this postseason? Total? Yes, total. 15 over f- f- 58. Nope. 77. Who is 14th in scoring this postseason? Uh, Drew Holiday. Nope. Desmond Bain. Who is 16th in scoring this postseason? <laughs> Double down, Drew Holiday. Nope. Cat. How old oh. is Hove- Jose Alvarado? Uh, 22. Nope. 24. How tall is Jose Alvarado? I would like to say he's 6'2". Nope. He's 6 foot. How? What college did Jose Alvarado attend? I do not know. Uh, Louisville. Nope. Georgia Tech. He does look like a Georgia Tech. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the final score there? One, One to zero. One to zero. You didn't get any? No. <laughs> oh, damn. I don't keep track. Okay, everybody. Well, that was Revenue Five Trivia. Good job. Hey, you know, episode 50, wasn't it a good job? Who knows? Uh, All right. Uh, Great job. So now we've got these points. Well, you guys got these points. I got some points, uh, but we're going to gamble them away in props to you. Well, here we are back at another props to you. Me and Michael tied up at the leaderboard uh, last week. Mitchell's overhit and Jalen Brunson's overhit. Kyle, on the other hand, uh, died a slow, painful death as Dinwiddie missed a field goal at the end to hit the... That's why I don't actually bet money on A free throw, wasn't it? A free throw? What was the line? 24? Uh, It was 20 and a half. 20 and a half? 20 and a half. He had a 20, I believe. Yeah, they had Uh, a take foul at the end of the game, and he had 19, and he missed the first one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Crazy sad, but that's okay, because right now the leaderboard stands 2,800 for Michael, a big 300 for Kyle, and 3,000... For me, so you have two hundred point advantage. Two hundred point advantage. Um, we've got a couple of bets. Go Bears over for Michael at fourteen and a half. Mitchell's over for Kyle at twenty five and a half, and I've got Jalen Brunson's over at twenty one and a half. And just because we can, I'm gonna put them all on the Jalen Brunson pick. Well, then I'll put three hundred. Okay, you're putting all of your points. Yeah. 
You want to? You could potentially end up in last. I could. You are correct. I also have that much faith in my boy Jalen Brunson, who just won for me a couple of days ago. Also, this game is happening right now. I Reese know, but I'm not going to cheat and look last. at it. Oh, I'm gonna, we, we, we locked these we locked in ahead the, of time. Yeah, we locked the picks in. Yeah. Uh-oh, what do we Gobert's think got Michael? two points. Uh, uh, big 300? Yeah, 300. Okay. If that's all I need to beat you, potentially. Because if you hit, you're going to beat me either way. That's true. That's fair. So then just make it. Yeah, I just want to seal is. second place if I can't. Kyle, what do you think? I have 300 points. Mm-hmm. I would like to... I didn't realize I was going to have to do a Howard Ratner <laughs> type of uh, parlay bet to get back into this. So Jeez. I'll bet 299 points on Donnie. I see what you did there. I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. Quick maths. Yeah. I do like Quick that. Quick All right. It's good times. So... Ready for it. Just so we know, wait, where are we at right now? What do you mean? Since the game is on currently. Uh, Jazz are up by 12 at home. Mm. Uh, Donovan Mitchell currently has 13 points. There you go. So, you just need the 25 and a half? What's, uh, what's Jalen Brunson at? Okay. Jalen Brunson currently... Let's find out. Jalen Brunson's currently at 13 points as well. Uh, oh, it's halftime. Mitchell is exactly pacing to hit 25 and a half. Brunson's got 13. On pace to win, so... I was going to take... You know, we don't like to piggyback on the mm-hmm. bets... But I was gonna take the Donald Mitchell over before Kyle sealed that in. So yeah, good for you, Kyle. Good for I steal. hear you. We yeah. need to start doing uh, maybe some more crazy parlay stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. we need to stack these for the playoffs. But yeah. all right, everybody. Well, that just about does it for uh, there. <laughs> For Yay Basketball. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us at Yay underscore Basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. Just a reminder, if you haven't figured it out by now, we are recording live from the Yay Studio. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! And uh, Kyle, what you got for the people? Nothing for the people. Bucks in six. Bucks in six, he says. Justin. Well, for the people, Minnesota Timberwolves. Going to come back looking good. Pick is still strong. Don't worry, guys. Cat, finals MVP. Who? Uh, Cancun Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be on the... Patrick Beverly will be a coconut margarita <laughs> in hand before the end of this week. So No. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. This was a fun episode, at least. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we do appreciate you. But most importantly, don't forget... We love you. Thanks for listening. And also, yeah, basketball. <laughs>